The Courageous Coaching Podcast is hosted by Sophia Antoine, a certified life coach supporting women in their efforts to improve their self-esteem. Today, we're talking about life, relationships, and everything in between. Take it away, Sophia. Thank you so much for coming back for another episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. Today, I have with me the stupendous, the awesome, the magnificently beautiful Laura Templeton. She is the CEO of the 32nd Success. And I'm sure I've messed that up some kind of way. So Laura, Laura, instead of me introducing you, can you please introduce <laughs> yourself so the people will know how to contact you and what to call you? Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, my company is 30 Second Success. I founded it three years ago based on a need that I found in the networking world. A lot of people really struggle with to do their 30 second message. I love to write. I'm very creative. And I saw amazing women struggling with how to effectively communicate who they are in a very short period of time. So I started helping people and all of a sudden I got more and more requests and realized that um, there was a there was a big need for help out there and I could fill that need so I jumped in so people refer to me as a wordsmith or your message queen so whatever it is um, I, I'd love to help people just find that message that really resonates with their soul as well as their audience awesome and I am just going to go back because before we even went live and I hope you don't mind but you don't look your age. So I won't tell your age. If you want to tell it, I'll let you do it. But you look amazing. I know that people Thank can't you. see you, but Thank you look amazing. You're rapt. I was like, when I looked at the information, I said, she cannot be what she wrote here. So um, I'm just happy because there needs to be more women finding their calling and you help them. What really stood out to me, let me tell you, is the fact that we were talking about tech challenges and I'm really transparent. I don't edit on my show, so I'm really transparent. So I just had a tech challenge. How do you help women deal with that? Oh, you know, tech challenges happen all the time. And I think the biggest thing for me, um, helping other women understand that is I'm 54. I own it. I I'm really glad to, I'm really proud of that fact. Um, worked really hard to get where I'm at and really in a good place. So um, one of the things, you know, when you start your business later in life, 51, you know, you, th you think that, okay, there's a lot of technology and technology is changing and it can be really, really frustrating. And I've gotten to the point now where I just accept it and I encourage other people to just accept it. It is what it is, but don't be afraid to ask for help. Right. Yeah. Children who totally understand tech, they're not afraid to push buttons. Right. I'm afraid to push buttons. Um, you know, so when it comes to technology and you start running into those challenges, don't be afraid to ask for help, but more importantly, laugh, you know, mm -hmm. don't, because it will be really easy to break down in tears sometimes, you know, when you're in the middle of something and all in your internet goes out or, you mm -hmm. know, or you're trying to figure out a program and it's just not working the way it should. And you've got somebody else, somebody sitting next to you and they're just typing away. Like it's easy for them. Right. So frustrating. Like it, sometimes it just need takes a little bit longer for it to click for me. Um, you know, whereas, you know, for me, you put a book in front of me and I'm like, I'm all over it. I can't get it, you know, or you show me how to do something once and I get it. So, you know, I'm really quick to, to grab those tutorials too. You know, YouTube's a great place to figure something out if you, if you're struggling. So it's, it's been really helpful that way. 
Yeah, that's what I call it, YouTube University, because you can learn mm. almost anything, well, practically anything on YouTube. Yeah. So for free. Me, <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. When you started your business, you said you referenced that you were 51. Mm-hmm. What prompted you to do that? I know you said women were struggling with their messages, but were you coming out of corporate America and you wanted to do something different? What was the turning point? What was the transition like for you? So for me, and I'll give you a little bit more about my backstory, my background um, before my children were born, and I had children later in life. I had children when I was 30. My, okay. first, my firstborn was, you know, when I was 30. And I had a really amazing career working for a big bank in New Jersey. I was a project construction project manager, so I got to build all their banks and watch them get built and, you know, manage all of that. So I had that management side of things. So I stepped away from an amazing career at that point um, and just absolutely loved what I was doing, but I really wanted to be a mom and stay home with my kids. So I stepped into being, you know, that leadership role of being mom in your house. So, you know, everything that we do, we're kind of in that leadership aspect, you know, just trying to help the kids. We you know, what do they need? Always meeting a need. And that's, you know, that training seems to kind of like just carry through, whether it's in a, in a profession or whether it's in your home or wherever you are, there's that, you know, how can I help other people? When you tap into that and having that desire to help others, you naturally carry that through everything that you do. And it's just kind of the way I was raised. You know, my mom always was, you know, how can you help other people? What do you do for your community? How are you giving back? What is important to you? And, you know, my parents were the consummate, you know, they were the little league coach and this coach and running all the kids in the neighborhood, wherever they needed to go. You know, you just jumped in our van and everybody went. Um, But, you know, that whole training kind of sticks with you. So stepping into that and then started, I, when my kids were young, I started with um, indirect sales liked keeping my hand in business, you know, and, and also too, when your kids are young, you start to kind of crave adult conversation after a while. So it was a great opportunity for me to, to um, not only get, you know, the benefits of being a distributor for some really great books when I was, when my kids were little. So we had lovely books in our home, but that adult conversation and building a team and, and helping other people come along. So kind of fast forward through my direct sales career, I had, you know, been in direct sales for a couple of years with a couple of different companies and that sales and marketing that comes along with those direct sales businesses, just a, a tremendous amount of training. And that's where I really learned about messaging and how to connect with people and how to that follow up and networking and all of those tools that you have to help you build relationships with other people that A, either are potentially your clients or B, will know who your clients are and can offer referrals. You know, it's that whole networking side of things. And I stepped into a a networking environment. Um, You know, I use networking as part of my marketing strategy. And that's how I connect with a lot of people. And that's where I really was looking at, I was at a kind of a point in my life where I was ready to be done with direct sales. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And um, I started looking at the whole opportunity of, you know, that whole leadership role with a networking organization, how can I help people? How can, what do they need? What are, again, it's coming back to that. What are, what are my, what do my people need? Um, and the one thing that kept really bubbling to the surface was, was the fact that nobody was out there helping people really figure out their 30 second commercials, how to 
answer that question. So what do you do when you're in a business, in a business um, situation and, and you have that conversation where you're really connecting with your audience very quickly? You know, a lot of people, you know, just look at it it as the elevator pitch. My, my, I don't know if you saw my tagline, it's ditch the pitch and start connecting. Yep. You know, we can throw words at people all day long, but if it doesn't stick, it's no good. Right. So it really needs to have that authentic connection and really in that heart part. So. I like that, but I want to connect. I want to connect the dots and I, I promise you we'll come full circle. That's okay. But let's go back to where you said you were, you were in corporate yes. and you left the workforce to be a mom because I know a, my purpose is to always encourage women to do what they feel is best for them. Did you catch any flat because of leaving what was considered to be a great job to just be a mom? Um, you know, I don't, you know, you're, th- we're talking 30 years ago. Oh, well, uh, actually 23 okay. years ago. Sorry. 20, <laughs> my oldest is 23. Wait, so you're talking 23 years ago. It was not uncommon. As a matter okay. of fact, it was almost expected. Okay. Gotcha. Um, in the, in the corporate environment, um, it was almost expected. Um, and I think that's, and I'm uh, sorry, I keep saying, um, so I'm thinking my brain it's is okay. like, oh, that's a really good question. You know? You're human. So, <laughs> okay. So I think part of it is, you know, I expected it. It was something that was in my heart. It was inherent in my heart. I had the benefit of having a stay at home mom. My, I had friends who had grown up that their moms had to go to work. Right. And I saw the struggle that happened in their families it wasn't, it was not as well received and it was not as well supported as it is now. Okay. You know, so that, but I also, it was part of me, you know, my, somebody asked me recently what I wanted to be when I grew up and it was, my answer was, is always been, I want to be a mom. Yeah. You know, so that was always my, in my heart, you know, to be is what I, I wanted to be just like my mom. Now my mom worked. Mm-hmm. But she did, you know, she worked in a way that was always around our schedule. She worked for the public school system. She was a school oh. bus driver. So she was home when we were home. She had Absolutely. all the holidays off and we had holidays off. So my mom was always around. You know, she was home until her babies went to school and then she went to school with them. I kind of did the same thing. <laughs> so funny. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. And, and that resonates with me because I, I am a mom who had to work. So mm-hmm. I missed a lot of things in my children's lives. But I always say that I was not, I didn't have the benefit of being a stay at home mom, but I will have the benefit of being a stay at home grandmother because I don't want, yes, right? I don't <laughs> want to have to do that. And in this economy now, it's like both parents have to work right. unless you're just really well off mm-hmm. and you can afford it. But hopefully, yeah. grandmotherhood is still far off. But not um, for me. Well, I'm saying I for have me. two grandbabies. Awesome. Okay, uh, so let's talk about the grandbabies really quick. Shout out to grandbabies. Shout out to grandbabies. Well, that's really kind of cool. Um, I have two, and oh. they're fifth. They're ten and a half months apart. Ooh. My daughter has two little ones, and what's amazing is she's actually a virtual administrator, so she works at home and has the benefit of being a stay-at-home mom at the same time. That's amazing. So she is. She's building a really great business for herself, being able to to work with right with her babies in her lap. You know, so oh, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So then, we you go into direct sales, and 
how did you so I'm, I'm I don't have very much um, knowledge of direct sales so you'll have to guide me if I'm wrong okay but, um, so that's kind of like what they call MLM now today right network marketing or multi-level marketing it's okay. the same thing it's all the same gotcha. thing yeah so see I need you in my life yeah. I need you so you were doing that for a bit yes and when you decided you wanted to not do that anymore you had already noticed that women needed help crafting their message. Do you work with just women or do you work with men and women? I work with both. And at that okay. time I was actually um, a leader for a women's organization in our area, but I do work with both men and women. Both men and, okay. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure. So now, now is the business part because a lot of women, they need to supplement their income until they can transition out of workforce. If they so choose, or some people just want to be part-time entrepreneurs, you help them, craft their 30 second message. How important is it for you to be able to get out what you do or who you are quickly so people will want to work with you or want to do business with you? How important is that? You know, the thing of it is, it's, it's that clarity. Okay. You need to be clear, concise message that really conveys confidence that you know what you're doing. Okay. Um, getting that out, believe it or not, they say that the attention span of a human is less than eight seconds. Wow. That of a goldfish is eight and a half. What? So, yeah. So think about it. You really need to grab somebody's attention with the very first couple words that come out of your mouth. Gotcha. You've got to get them to want to hear the rest of what you have to say. So does that mean I skip my name and just go to, hey, I got what you want? Absolutely. Okay. I, I tell people, save your name for the end. Save your name and your company for the end. Start out I was just really joking. Great. No, it's true. I'm serious. Uh, okay. That's one of the things that I coach clients with. Um, start out with a really, really great one line, you know, whether it's a question or, you know, get people engaged. Like mine is most people, most people really struggle with being able to communicate effectively who they are in 30 seconds or less. Yeah, I'm most people, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, or ask a question. If you've ever struggled to figure out what to say when somebody says, so what do you do? Yeah, see, yeah. that's me. So it's like, ah, yeah. oh, when you can get them engaged with that really great um, big start, you know, then, then you've got them hooked. Um, you know, and that's just it. You want the, the intention of your 30-second message is really not to tell people everything that you do. Right. It's to get their attention. Get them to listen, get them to hear what you have to say and get them to want to know more. Got you. So that leads me to your tagline. <laughs> so wait, let me find, tell me again. I, I know I wrote mine. Oh, ditch the pitch and start connecting. Yeah. So what does that, so if is the 32nd, is it not a pitch? It, what, what is it? Or is pitch. it just an attention grabber? It, it's really an attention grabber, you know, and I say it, it is still, you know, a lot of people still refer to it as an elevator pitch or an elevator speech. Um, and the reason why I get to pitch, it's, you know, like I was saying before, you know, we can, we can throw words out there all day long. If you're referencing baseball and you can throw things out there all day long, if yeah. you're not hitting a home run with what you're saying, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah. um so it's, and it's so funny. I just took my dad to the Phillies home opener recently. And I was thinking about that when I was sitting in the stands. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw that because we're friends on Facebook and I saw that. I was like, yay. <laughs> I saw, I saw that picture. Yeah, um, love my daddy. <laughs> girl, I'm a daddy's girl too. I am. So, 
listen, totally off topic. My father literally warned my husband. He's like, ha, you're taking her? Like, are you sure? Yeah, good luck with that. All right, we're, we're, we're um, you know, we're like heart partners here. My, my dad, I, I married the only man that my dad and my three brothers ever liked. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> Smart yeah. choice, right? Right, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. So let me ask you this. The start connecting, how do, after I, say that attention grabber and I get them within the first eight seconds, mm -hmm. hopefully, how do I connect? Or if I'm a woman who's not business savvy, what does this word connect mean? Okay. Because oh. I really don't know. That's a really good, that's a really good question. So when it's like, think about what's your message? Okay. What is it that you're trying to get across? What's really feel like, what do you really feel in your heart? I was, it was amazing. I was speaking at a networking event yesterday um, in Northwest Philadelphia, great group of women. And one of the women was kind of, you know, she was talking about her business and that overall, you know, kind of a general 30 second right. commercial, like, here's what I do. It's, you know, like, I'm just like everybody else out there. And I made a comment and I said, you know, you really need to deep, dig deep. You really need to tell your story. Your story needs to come across because you're in an industry that's extremely. That must have flipped a switch for her because she then said, here's what I do. And she goes, I come here because I want to help women. And she just, it was almost like you could see her peeling away mm -hmm. the layers that were covering her up. And not a word, like uh, you could hear a pin drop in that room. I'm sure. Everybody stopped to listen to what she had to say because she was speaking from her heart. And, yeah. I, and I just looked at her, I'm like, that's your message. Right. Because so, it's just that tapping into how you feel and how you make others feel mm -hmm. makes a huge difference. You know, what is it that you really do for people? What is it that turns you on? What is it that keeps you you know, when, when you look at someone and you share an intent, like that intense moment, you could, when you look at somebody without even saying words and you share that intense moment, have yes. you ever stared at someone and all of a sudden you just both just, you just feel that connection and you walk away, not even having said anything. It, that's the feeling that you want to inspire in other people. Like, oh my gosh, I want to know more about her. I may never use her services, but I want to know more about her. And that's what you want to inspire. Gotcha. Gotcha. I like that because it reminds me of that meme. And I don't know, all of us are on the internet, so we know. But um, it reminds me of the meme of, it's like a couple pictures and it says what my mom thinks I do and then what my kids think I do. And then it shows the picture of what I really do. So you want to get around all that other mess to tell people what I really do. Right. Okay. Gotcha. And otherwise referenced as, I'm hoping I'm making the correct correlation to my why. Yes. You know, your why has a, a lot to do with it. Um, and a lot of people will use their why as part of their messaging. And, and I understand that. You have to remember that the people that you want to connect with are not interested in, not necessarily interested in your why. They want to know how, you know, how you can help them. How you can help them get to their why? How you can help them get to where, yeah, exactly. Okay. I just want, I want to make how you can help them get to their why. So, you know, a lot of, I, I'm hearing a lot more people are talking about using their why as their 30 second message. And think about it. Like if I told you that, uh, you know, like my why is so that I can retire and live on the beach. 
Is that going to inspire you to want to work with me? No. It's like, why? But if <laughs> why I said to you, you that, you know, I help people find their branded message that really resonates with their audience and drives business to their door, are you going to want to talk to me? Absolutely. Because you're okay. going to help me get to the beach. Right. I'm going to help you get to the beach is absolutely right. Got you. I love that. Love that. Love that. So another thing, making and building connections. I saw this on your, your actual Facebook business page. So you help women make and build connections. How does that differ from the ditch, the pitch and start connecting? So helping people is helping them understand how to use networking as part of a marketing strategy. Okay. So I have some courses that I developed based on years of working with different people and understanding what it is that they need. And when you have a really good understanding of who your ideal client is, then you can really craft that message. So what's the natural step from that is, okay, now that I have it, how do I use it? Gotcha. What's the benefit? So helping people understand how to, to really maximize their networking. So there, I have three courses that are online. It's identifying your ideal client, crafting your message, and then maximize your networking. And the reason why I created them that way, it was funny because they were originally supposed to be one, but I created three so they can play off, work off of one another. Right. Um, and it's just that natural transition. And it's really because that having that authentic message, having the ability to get it out there building that networking, taking it into a networking environment, and then what's the next step? You know, when you're really great at networking, you could be in a room full of people, walk, walk away and not see them again till the next networking event. Well, that's not going to create re relationships. Right. So I teach people how to build those relationships. One of the things that I just actually put up on my, um, my website is a follow-up system because a lot of people struggle with how do you follow up? How do you keep in touch with all these people that you meet at networking events, you know, the people just start falling through the cracks and you don't want them to, you know, it's just, how do you stay in touch with people? So I have a, a follow-up system that's actually on my website, 30secondsuccess.com that people can download for free. So it's there um, just to help them to stay connected. Awesome. Now, next question, because you just said build relationships. How do we, build relationships when everybody's on the phone because it seems like they have a better relationship with their devices than they do with actual people. Right. So do you have something for that? Is that in the works? You know, and that's, you know, that's a, that is a challenge. A lot of people really struggle with, you know, but I, one of the things that's part of, you know, I help people understand with networking is put your phone away. Okay. Your friend away, you know, and then as far as building relationships, if you're inviting people to virtual coffee or if you're inviting people to sit and have a cup of coffee, I use when I network with when I actually invite people to meet, yeah. depending on where we live and logistics, I'll either do a virtual coffee with them, just like we're doing here on a Zoom call, and we'll sit and we'll just chat, um, or we do in person coffee, you know, inviting people to meet outside of the networking group, first of all, creates that one on one relationship. It's that you're sitting there, you're looking at them in the eyes, you're having that conversation. You're not looking. Right. You know, if, if it was just a phone call, they could still be like on their computer and stuff. That's exactly. why I like to do the virtual so that people can see me and I can see them mm -hmm. so that I have, you know, we have each other's attention in that moment. 
And there's so much benefit of sitting across the table from someone and just making that eye contact that it's that warmth and you can see their expressions and you can feel what they're feeling, how they're responding to what you have to say. Got you. I love it. I love it. So now, again, the premise of my podcast is to help women be more courageous and do things that they are afraid to do. Showing up. What do you suggest in regards to showing up? What does it mean? I mean, if I'm Susie entrepreneur and I just started, what can you tell me? How can you encourage me just to, to go for it, just to show up? Yeah. Because to me, that's just, but aside from having the idea, the audacity to have the idea to be an entrepreneur, showing up is the hardest thing. Right. So how, encourage me to. You know, it's, and, and I, it's, and I totally appreciate this question because it's something that I have struggled with. Like sometimes I get to a point where it's like, you know, I, I'm working so hard, I'm working so hard and it's, you know, how am I getting, am I getting where I want to go? Am I getting where I want to go? Right. We have to kind of evaluate what we're doing. Um, and to believe it or not, I am somewhat of an introvert. <laughs> no. Well, it's actually one of, they refer to it as an ambivert. Yeah. Okay. So that's um, I, I can kind of go in between, like I get overwhelmed after a while. So mm -hmm. I can really relate to somebody struggling. I've had clients who've actually, they come to a meeting, they sit in the back, they come late. So they don't have to network in the beginning. They sit in the back and then they go to the ladies room when we do 30 second commercials and come back afterwards. Oh, wow. And then they leave. People, I've had a couple clients that I, you know, I've observed over the years that that, and then I approach them and have conversation with them, um, and help them get over that. But the thing that is, is first of all, showing up is so important. Getting your, putting it out there to the for the world. Once you put it out there for the world, it's like now you're invested. Yep. Okay, it keeps you showing up. You know, on those days where you're struggling and all of a sudden you turn on your computer and you've got an email from somebody who's interested in one of your products, it keeps you showing up. If you're not showing up on a regular basis, they're not going to know you're there. Exactly. So showing up is so important, even in whether it's in networking or online or, you know, having that regular presence. I'm personally working right now on building my online presence. I'm really good at showing up at networking events and local but I don't want to be local. I want to be national. I want to be international. Right. Well, if I'm not showing up on that platform, I don't know I'm here. Exactly. So the best thing for me to do is work on building that presence elsewhere by showing up on a regular basis. You know, there are so many amazing names that I see on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn all the time, just posting really great content you know, really great messages in there, in what they're writing and what they're sharing, things that are valuable to other people. And that's how you show up. It may not even be something you yourself wrote. Right. But if you share somebody else's meme or photo or content or blog or whatever they're sharing and your name's attached to it, you're still showing up. Yep. Yeah. So it's associated with you. And when you, when you show up on a regular basis, it really helps you get through those days that you're struggling, yep. that you don't want to show up, that you don't want to get out of bed. All of a sudden you get a text from one of your, I got a text from one of my friends this morning. I'm like, Oh God, I got to get out of bed and answer this, you know, <laughs> but it, 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 it's true. It really helps you. As far as networking goes, that showing up, being visible, if you're physically going to networking events, 
you can't just show up at one right. and not show up for three or four months. People forget you. You're forgettable at that point. Right. You want to be memorable. So you, if you commit to going to a networking event, you need to commit to showing up every, at every meeting. So whether it's a weekly meeting or a monthly meeting or a bi-monthly meeting, you need to show up at every meeting. Okay. You know, there, there's got to be a commitment on your part so that people remember who you are. Awesome. So then my next question is this, asking for help. How can, when, okay, so answer the question first and then tell them how they can get in touch with you. But how can someone ask for help if they're afraid to even show up? Hmm. That's a really good question. Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think, again, it, it's trusting the people that you know. Okay. Um, trusting the people that you surround yourself. I surround myself with amazing people every day. Okay. Um, and it's not just the people that I know physically, not just the people mm. that I know from networking. It's good the point. books that I read. Good point. It's the videos that I watch. It's the podcasts that I listen to. They get me out of my own head. That's amazing because a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that their friends and their children and their, you know, just people that they know in the community are going to be their biggest supporters when they probably won't more than likely they won't. Right. So that that's really, really good that you said that because like I said, a lot of us had that misconception that those are going to be our biggest fans and they're going to spend the most money with us. When in fact you probably, you definitely have to go outside of, your comfort zone to find the people who will definitely be your supporters. So yeah. good. But asking for help, how can the listeners get help from you particularly? Well, I have, um, you know, you can always connect with me on social media um, at 30 second success. It, just look for that on um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Awesome. Um, I put a lot of really great stuff out there. You can sign up for, I was mentioning the follow-up to, to success system that I have on my website. It's 30secondsuccess.com. That will actually also register you for my newsletter. And I send a newsletter out every week. It comes with a video and my blog, my weekly blog. And my blog is filled with tips and information that will help you um, just really you know, those networking issues, business issues, life issues. I share some really weird personal things sometimes. And I, you know, I try to add some humor to it. My blog yesterday was all about a blooper reel that I created. The videos, my, one of my first couple of videos that I, I uh, did recently. And I discovered that I say really a lot. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. it was just kind of poking a little bit of fun at myself, but also helping people understand that, you know, you just got to get out there. You just got to put it out there. So those are things that are on there. And then I, ha um, I have some digital courses. If you're interested in learning more about how to network, how to find your ideal client and how to craft your message, they're available also through my website. Okay. So everything we need to contact you is available on your website yes. and social media. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And if you need a speaker for an event, if there's any conferences or anything that um, are coming up, if you're looking for a speaker, I speak um, quite often on, you know, that communication side of things of networking and the power of networking and, and understanding what your message is so that uh, you can connect with the world. Awesome. 
Well, I want to thank you so much for taking time to speak with us today. And again, you look amazing. I am so surprised. <laughs> I cannot believe you're 54, but you are rocking it like a rock star. I love it. So well, thank uh, you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on here. This is fun. Oh, thank you. You're welcome back anytime. Anytime you have something new to teach us or you just want to come shoot the breeze, you are absolutely welcome to come. I would love that. I would love that. Thank you. My pleasure. You take care. Thank you. You too. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Courageous Coaching Podcast. Feel free to call in with comments and questions anytime. The number is 786-749-TLAK. That's 786-749-8255. Call us and let us know what is on your mind. Until we meet again, be courageous.